Hello there and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 18. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. My name's Gary, I'm your host, I'm the Head of Design here at Captivate, and each week I take you behind the scenes of what we're up to, the stuff we're working on. I chat to one of our team members and we catch up on certain features or industry news, or a bit of both and some tips and tricks about how you can use Captivate to power your podcast. This week I'm joined by our MD again, Mark Asquith, and we are going to talk about a subject that kind of goes up and down throughout the year, every year in podcasting, and that is should you include or be solely a video podcaster. So with the recent announcement of Spotify and Anchor allowing podcast users to now use video and partnering with Riverside.fm to get that whole video workflow happening, um, I thought it'd be a good idea to catch up and get Mark's thoughts on this because as predominantly audio-only podcasters here at Captivate, we, Mark and I, we've, we've dabbled a little bit with video and streaming and so on in the past with some other things. And it's always an interesting one because it's obviously a change in direction for content strategy. It's a change for how you approach equipment and setup. And, you know, there's more time needed. There's not just the audio post-production editing side of things. There's lots of other stuff to consider with video, such as editing and uh, B-roll footage and whether you use that stuff and you know, lower thirds and intros and outros and all that. So it'll be good to get Mark's thoughts on this one. And uh, yeah, we're going to deep dive into that and uh, we'll see how we go. So here's that chat with Mark. Enjoy. Back on Captivate Insider for episode number 18 is our MD and all round good bloke. It is Mr. Mark Asquith. How are you doing, buddy? I'm a good bloke, actually, mate. Appreciate you that. You are. I'm all right. Thank you. You? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you back good. on. Yeah, I always like doing it. Chatting, shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze, indeed. Yeah, talking uh, industry podcast stuff, which is uh, weirdly a rarity for you and I, because we talk so much about other other stuff in the in the wider geeky universe. So this is good. Uh, the subject for this episode, as our listener will already have heard in the intro, is video content and video podcasting. And uh, more specifically, should you as a podcaster be expanding your reach and expanding your content offering with video? And uh, I want to kick off with this first question, which kind of explains the uh, the theme, I guess, for the episode, which is, I don't know about you, but video podcasting for me, I always see this come up multiple times every year, and it never seems to be able to maintain any kind of momentum or balance within content. So you often see like a bit of tech that introduces something cool that you can do with video, or you'll see a bunch of podcast gurus, experts, whatever, that will tell you, yep, you should use YouTube or just Apple's own iTunes video podcast feature, whatever. Um, why do you think this just never maintains the momentum for that? Because it sort of ebbs away for a little bit and people are purists, it's audio only, and then the video comes back. Why do you think that is? I think you've got a number of reasons for this. Um, I think the first one is that to do video well is really hard. And if you don't do video well, video doesn't get traction. And there, there are multiple layers to this that, that I can get into because I don't think it's as easy as should you do video. And then I think you get the boring crowd that are like, if a podcast not delivered by RSS, it's not a podcast. Like, all right, I, I sort of get the sentiment, but that's sort of boring now, isn't it? So let's get over that. Um, and it, it's so I think I think you, you sort of get these swings and roundabouts with it, where 
you know, you, you, you will get a lot of people in the Facebook groups just saying things like that, you know, it's, it's not a podcast if it's not RSS and you see people saying, well, yeah, but that's sort of not what I asked, is it? It's just how do I, how do, I do a video podcast? Like, I didn't ask for what a podcast is technically because that's been the shift over the last few years is that, you know, we've, as an industry, we've moved from here is this thing called podcasting, which must be delivered via RSS to anything that is sort of on-demand audio, regardless of whether I get it from wherever, whether it's from Apple, whether it's from Spotify, whether it's from YouTube, if it's on-demand audio and I can sort of create it myself, then it's a podcast. And that, that is, it's good because so many people are doing it and they know about podcasting, but it presents challenges because you will get people trying to hold that back. And I think it's just a sign of the developmental nascent teenage years of podcasting that we're in now. Um, so I think that's why it doesn't, doesn't kick off. And, and, and I see a lot of tools, you know, I, I know a lot of people that do good video and I know a lot of people that build good tools. You know, we've Captivate has got a video tool and we've just not released it because it's two years old and it's not, it's literally, it's there, ready to go. And you've got people like Hanny, you know, Hanny Morris is a really, really good friend, runs repurpose.io and it's good work. It's great tech. The problem is that the people who consume audio on video channels, you know, they're sort of digging in because maybe it's in a background tab and it doesn't look like they're listening to anything. That's a very small percentage. But that what that doesn't do is it doesn't help you to rank because YouTube and so on doesn't want that kind of content. It wants actually engaging videos, which then is that's really tough to do unless you're a Jordan Harbinger or Joe Rogan or um, Shag Maridanoid or anyone else that does really good video content. And so again, it's a, it's a perpetual cycle. That is inevitably what happens. Um, and I think that's why. I, I, I think it's, you know, the video podcasting over on YouTube. Then there's sort of the, you know, the old video podcasting, like look at me with my iPod video. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, it's in an it's Apple podcast video. Like the, the world's changed. You know, Spotify is doing video via Anchor so that it can keep their ecosystem closed. It doesn't have video so anytime there's an associated video with audio, they lose people and they do not want that traffic to go elsewhere. So their goal is different to video podcasting. Their goal is just people in app as much as possible so that I can use in megaphone, use my Nielsen data to retarget people and get better ad responses. It's that simple, you know, so it's. But that doesn't help the 99% of people that are thinking, well, Anchor does video. Yeah, it does, but it's. It's, 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 it's different. It's a different game. You know, not all podcasts are treated equally now. It's not, it's the case, just the case. Um, so that's why. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. And that's what prompted me to do this episode on this subject because of the recent Anchor and Spotify video podcasting thing. And now people are talking about that. I assume it will be for a little while. And then, like I said, it will sort of drift away a little bit until there's some other thing that's happening in the industry. So Okay, it's interesting, man. So uh, I guess from a a content point of view, there's a consideration to be made, right? Either at the beginning of when you're starting a new podcast or at some point down the road and you've either thought yourself, I want to do video or somebody has said to you, you should do video. And you think, actually, yeah, I should do video. <laughs> um, there are some gray areas. You mentioned YouTube and ranking and stuff like that. It's a bit of a gray area 
in that when you start to do that, does your content and your off your content offering start to become akin to more of a YouTuber kind of thing? Um, and then your traditional audio side is just treated then as secondary content because arguably video is potentially more engaging than just audio. Um, or should you still view your podcast as a podcast and your supplementary offering is the video? So there's like two different ways um, to look at that. So would you say one is they're not mutually exclusive or one should be focused on more than the other? Well, I think this is where it gets layered and this is where it becomes a complex issue. Um, you've got to decide what you're actually really trying to do. If you are trying to grow an audio podcast that you can sell for advertising or you can build your own user base upon or whatever, then you should just do good audio and then realize that actually I might need to be on YouTube, but only to mop up certain types of people that will listen on YouTube. You know, the audio mm -hmm. becomes the thing because I'm trying to grow a podcast. If I'm trying to grow a video channel, then it's vice versa. I should focus purely on designing and creating and scripting content and editing content that is video first. And that should be where all my effort goes. And if I want, I can strip the audio back and mop up some people that might listen to it in podcast form, but ultimately who we want to then migrate to being video viewers. So you pick your battle. The third thing is that you want to be a media content company. And at that point, you may decide to do both. But if you are setting out with, you know, I want to be a media company and I want to build as big an audience as possible. It doesn't matter the channel. The goal is just to build an audience so I can sell sponsorship on every single channel using those channels rules, as in I will monetize my YouTube content using YouTube's rules. I'll direct sell my podcast or dynamically insert and sell slots and spots. It doesn't matter. I just want my brand to be as big as possible. Then the truth is that you have to be good at video and you have to be good at audio. Because if you do it one of the other ways, you know, I'm a podcaster that's going to get peripheral listens over on YouTube. I can repurpose it and stick a static image on. That's cool. It's mop up. But your channel probably won't grow. Vice versa. Great video content, but all I do is rip the audio and stick it into podcasting. It's probably not going to grow. And the reason it's not going to grow is that you either have to be so generic in the way that you deliver your content. Hey, it doesn't matter where you get in this. Please subscribe below or to the left or to the right or press your screen. You can't. It doesn't work. You know, you either end up saying something like, all right, check out the comments below and uh, the links in the description below. And then the podcasters that are listening and think, what the, where, what, where's, and then the YouTube, you know, vice versa, someone's running a podcast and it's, it's, uh, you know, leaves a review on Podchaser or what, and the YouTube, so people watching the repurposed version on YouTube, they're either thinking, well, this is, what, where's that? Or I understand this is a podcast that's just got a static image. Right. So what you then end up doing is saying that you get the sort of be everywhere crowd, don't you? And they're never everywhere. Those people that say that it's all rubbish. Um, and if they are everywhere, they've got a huge team, you know, and I respect that, but they don't tell you. You know, I respect you more if, you, if, you, if you're honest, you know. So <clears throat> what you then end up with is someone that's 
right, I want to be this mega brand, so I'm going to produce amazing video content, multi-camera setup, blah, 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 blah. But why is the podcast not growing? Or vice versa, I'm going to do an amazing podcast production. I've just got like a single camera and it's just average content. And the reason that these individual channels don't grow, even when you're producing content theoretically, specifically for each one of them, is that the editing's wrong and that the calls to action are wrong. And that the... Um, the way that you use your inflections in your voice in a podcast have to be much different to you do on YouTube because you can't see that you're raising your eyebrows or I can't see that I'm laughing or smiling or I've done a thumbs up. I can't see it. So you, you've got to design it better so you get everything out of it and then it lies in your editing. YouTube, attention spans, it's jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. And some principles work across both, you know, the first 30 seconds getting the big, the hook that, you know, your natural storytelling techniques that everyone uses, that can be transposed between the two. But you add jump cuts to a podcast. And I mean, YouTube style jump cuts. I'm not talking about good editing that makes the conversation better. I'm talking about actual jump cuts. It sounds weird. And there's no visual follow up. I can't add peripheral imagery, despite all the silly apps that are out there saying, oh, you can link images to your podcast. No one fucking wants that. You want, they want to watch video. So what you end up with is, is, if you want to build a media company, you've, you, and you have to design each and you've got to have the audio edited for the audio and the video edited for the video and the marketing done for each one of them individually. And that's why back to the perpetuity of it all going pear shaped is it always goes wrong for the indie creator because that takes time and it takes money. And that is the problem. So the tools are never the issue. If the tools were the issue, then Blockbuster would have gone bust like 20 years before it did. And like records wouldn't exist because the tools aren't the issue. You know, indie filmmakers have been making indie films since day dot and bootleg recordings have been taking place since day dot, you know? And so I think that's what the interesting, interesting problem is. And that's why people see Joe Rogan or someone like Jordan Harbinger, who have got production values, who have got production companies, who have got resources and time. Doesn't matter the outlet. You could, I could literally put my videos onto CDs and grow an audience for it. It's not about where they are. It's about where you tell people they are and how you naturally optimize for where they are. Like if I go to the local couple of churches around here, around this little village, right? And all the, all the, all the cafes and, you know, whatever else. It's easier for me to grow an audience giving them a flyer with a CD. You know? So it's, it, it doesn't really matter. I've just got to be in their psyche and work with the algorithms. And the algorithm in that instance is just walking into the building and going, do you like this? Sweet. There you go. You know that, and it's a really flippant and simplistic example, but it, it's the nature of it. Um, and the other layer to this as well is the fact that that we've not gone into. This is this is when you want to produce content for each of them. The other angle to this is, um, where does video fit in as a marketing tool for audio? And it's, mm. that's that's different again. So man, there's loads to unpack. Yeah, I talk about this all day. Should do a talk on this somewhere, probably. You should. Yeah, there's loads, so there's loads of layers. So you you bring an interesting point up around um, designing your content specifically uh, and, and optimize it for each each medium i suppose uh, and you're right it doesn't work across both you can't just have this generic you know subscribe everywhere you know we're everywhere and, and all that i get that so we we know lots about 
podcast growth specifically. Um, but like you said, Captivate has got a video tool and you and I have dabbled a little bit in the past with with some video and some streaming and stuff like that. But in terms of being able to advise users and, you know, indie podcasters especially want to grow their listenership, we can advise them all day long on growth strategy and stuff like that. But does the does the outlay upfront would that bring in enough growth elsewhere so that your your listenership is growing as you expect it to so what i mean by that is when you we get this question a lot every day as well is i want to start a podcast what microphone do i need what software recording environment all that stuff with video it's like that times 50 right because you need um you know do you know anything about framing somebody in a shot lighting the learning curve for editing software all that lot is it is there merit in saying yes go and invest in all of that stuff when really in the back of your mind you're thinking yeah video is just not not going to grow your listenership as much as you just focused on your podcast no it's it's the whole gear issue isn't it you, you're absolutely right it's you can grow anything if you learn how to grow it you know i know that sounds really obvious but no one learns how to grow it all they do is learn how to do it you know i can swing a golf club but i'm still terrible i've got to practice to get better you know, I can, I can, I can play bass, but if I, you know, if I don't practice, I get slower. I get, my mind goes and, and, and the body goes and I, you lose the, you lose the ability to just feel things. Um, and it's like that with anything, you know, if I, could I buy a GoPro or a nine kind of 90D or a Sony A6000, whatever? Yeah, of course I could. Would the video look good? Yeah, of course it would. But Again, how do you grow it? What, 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 how do you learn, like you said, about framing and editing and storytelling and B footage? And, you know, we used to do a bit of vlogging before the lockdown when we did some travel stuff. And you've got to learn a lot. Like you constantly shoot in B roll just so that you can use it as a time lapse for five seconds. And you're like, what am I doing all this work for? It's silly. Um, <clears throat> so, you, yeah, I mean, it, nothing will grow your podcast just by buying it and leaving it. Yeah. And it's got, it's got to be, you've got to learn to use the thing. And you've got to learn how to, especially with video and, you know, and audio as well, like how to play by its rules and not just the technicalities, like you said, framing, how do I light someone? You know, where, where's, where's my key lighting? Where's my bat lighting? What, what am I, what am I specifically trying to do and, 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 and tell with this particular shot that I can't in audio, but it's also the, um, playing by the rules of the platforms. Like you can't just title things on YouTube like you title your podcast because 90% of podcast episode titles are not very good. They're not. I was listening to the DP World Tour podcast earlier. Richard Bland was on. He's defending, I think, the British Masters this week. Nice little podcast. The title, hashtag 36 dash something, something. And I, who was on this week? I don't, I don't know who was on this week. This is ridiculous. If it's not auto-played, I want to listen to it. So, and that's that's the DP World Tour. You know what I mean? Consulting is free for that DP World Tour. You're welcome. Take it. But you got to play by those platform rules. You can't, you know, a YouTube video. There's a reason YouTubers title their videos. You know, our, our mate Mike Zero, um, you know, he's, he's not very good, is he? But he's not daft. So he's he's he knows what to put in his titles and that's that's another thing you've got to learn. So yeah, you can't just buy the kit, man. You you can't just buy the kit. And you can't worry about like, well, Anchor does this and um Anchor does that and 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 Podbean does that or Captivate does that and Buzzsprout does this, that and the other. It really doesn't matter. 
It honestly does not matter unless you are willing to put the time into growing it. And the truth is, podcasters are really short on time. The podcasters are really short on time. It's the old classic cliche from whoever it was in a book. Um, the old focus, follow one course until success. Unless you're successfully podcasting as an audio creator, what's the point trying to do two things? You chase two rabbits, you catch none of them. Um, you know, it's, it's a weird thing. And I don't subscribe to the whole, well, if it's not delivered via RSS or, you know, if it's video, it's not a podcast. I, don't, I honestly don't care. I just want you as the creator to do what you enjoy and to do well with it. What I don't ever want creators to feel like is they've got to pile too much pressure on themselves because someone's added a feature that it doesn't matter. You know, we'd all clamoured over Facebook, didn't we? Got to get our podcast on Facebook. Got to get our podcast. Oh, just got an email saying Facebook has pulled podcast. I think that was the right decision. But um, what if I'd have gone out and put all my effort into Facebook? It just, you know, these things don't track. You know, they don't track. So, nah. Don't buy a camera. Everyone's got a phone, haven't they? Use that. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah. That's, that's a. I've seen that a lot in YouTube videos for camera reviews. Researching if you do a search on YouTube for, I don't know, best webcam of 2022 or something like that, guaranteed at least 75% of them at some point will list your phone as the camera. And uh, we sometimes give that advice for podcasts as well audio only podcast it's like you can do that very you can do that with your phone quite easily if you you know if you haven't got any budget but you want to get cro- uh, cracking your phone yeah. is is right there so yeah i get that man totally and um are there are there any pros though that do that that would help things and i'm talking about things like um on a on a podcast it's like oh by the way i've picked up this cool thing and you always get this thing like by the way listener sorry you can't see this you know, so yeah. in terms of providing context around your content and observational things, does that come with any sort of additional pros? Yeah, I think so. I think it's what's interesting about that is when you that's sort of the fourth layer of video and audio together is is that when it becomes peripheral content, you know, where either marketing content, you know, like here's a video that promotes my audio content. Like, wait a minute, they're advertising a radio show on TV. That doesn't sound crazy, does it? You know, that, uh, but people don't think like that, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's how can you use video like that? But also, like you said, extra content, you know, content that, that, that adds to the mix. Um, but again, I think it requires design. A lot of people don't have the time or frankly, the knowledge to do this. Like, you know, we start a Star Wars podcast. Do we start a Star Wars podcast because we will want to learn the craft of storytelling and the art of delivering a narrative tale? No, we don't. We want to shoot the breeze and just chat about Star Wars, but if you put it online as some video content and that video content is intended to um, provide more of a, 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 an experience for people, then you've really got to, you have to design that experience, which guess what that takes? Well, it takes time and knowledge and experience. And then it takes time and or money to gain that experience and all that knowledge. Um, so yeah, there's a, I think this is what I'm fascinated about by video is there is a lot of merit in creating other stuff for your podcast there is huge stuff you know and and like you said the tease of it you know you can't quite see this you know we did it with sequel pitch the other day didn't we where it was like drew had the 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 book that he held up and it was like you know this is the book we talk through the book it's like if you want to look at this potentially you know nip over to youtube the video version of this or actually there's a clip on youtube it's a two minute clip the extra stuff that we didn't do here um there's lots of merit in doing that but it takes time and you've got to balance the return 
the, the general rule of thumb that people get wrong with anything, with anything, whether it's software, whether it's work, whether it is um, creating a podcast, whether it's growing an audience, they always think, how much stuff can I do? When what they should be thinking and saying to themselves is what what 20% of things am I doing that are leading to 80% of my growth and my results? And how can I do more of those 20%? You know, people look for new, people look for more. And it's not, you've got, if something's working, do that twice as much because it'd be easier because you know how to do it. Do twice as much of that and only to the point, I mean, sorry, do more of that until such time that you start to see diminishing returns. You know, if that, if doubling your effort every time takes another two hours per week, but after doing that five times, the result is only 5% extra week on week, that might not be enough. You might be able to spend less time adding 10% by doing something else. So until you get to those diminishing returns, focus on the 20% of things that give you 80% of the results. And no one ever does that, man. No one ever does that. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? And you're absolutely right, because we, um, we we see this in our Facebook group and we see it when people get in contact with us. They need some help. It's like, yeah, I want to uh, I want to start a podcast. I want to get this rocking. And and it's like, what do I need to do? I need to, and they've got a list already. And it's like, yeah. bum, 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 like a million things. And it's like, whoa, just slow down. Like, just do that, that and that. And the rest of it, just throw in. Like, you'll be able to do that mm-hmm. later. Don't worry. So I, I totally get that. And I'm also thinking, as you've spoken through that, is there is there a strategy there for monetization with that additional video content? So could you say to your listeners, this is your, this is free to everybody. This podcast you're mm-hmm. listening to now, if you want to see the video version, our Patreon tier of, you know, gives you that or buy me a coffee tier gives you that any, any worth in that? Yeah, I think there's worth in it, but I think you've got to be really, really careful with that because the way that you, the way that you set that up is, is very important because, for example, you know, if, if, if you set up, um, <coughs> if you say to your, to your, to your um, audience members, look, here's this video version because I'm, look, I'm into audio and video today, but actually it's really tough and you stop, you know, you're not delivering anything. You stop delivering the thing that you said you were going to deliver. So you can't, it's, it's like just getting into video overall. You can't just get into it on a whim. And I think the other perspective side there is that what, what genuinely what extra value do you get from that like if it's just watching me do something that you can listen to like is it that important because that actually requires you to be glued to something instead of passively absorbing it um and i'm not saying that's right or wrong or whether that's a yay or an a what i'm saying is that you've got to very carefully think about it do you put extra stuff in the patreon only version yeah but you may as well do that with the audio only like why bother adding the complexity if you're adding extra content just do audio um, and I'm, you know, I'm using audio and video interchangeably here. If you just choose to do video, just choose to do video, you know? And, 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 and I, uh, yeah, it, it, again, it's just about design and not, you never back yourself into a corner that you can't really get out of with your audience. And what I mean by that is if you say, I will do video and this is what you pay me five pound a month to do. And you'd realize that that's really tough, but you don't replace that video with anything of value. You've let them down and you've taken the money. And it's, that's a bad brand. You can't do that. Um, so just be really careful. And, 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 and I think to be clear on it, I, I love video. I love creating video. I love watching video. I love everything about the medium of video from Netflix, from blockbusters down to, you know, me recording something on my iPhone. A- any, any version of video I think is wonderful. Um, and I wish more people could and would create it. But there's a difference between that and being pragmatic about the fact that it's really hard to do it well, and it's better to do something well for your brand 
um, versus sort of half baking it just so that you're somewhere and that damages the brand a lot more. You know what I mean? It, 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 that's, it's not an easy mix, that man. It, I mean, I know why people want to do it. Of course I do. You know, it's fun and it mm -hmm. looks cool. It does look cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's great advice as well. And that's, that's something that you and I have, uh, we've spoken about many times with our own podcasts the, you know, over, the, over the years, uh, the sort of the hobby stuff that we do. We've always got that, potential i suppose to jump in and do loads of things and we've spoken about video many times and streaming and all that you know and just other bits and pieces we could do but uh, yeah uh, unless you've got the time to i guess also it's about the time to, it's the it's the long game as well i guess is a consideration yeah. it's not like well let me try video for a month <laughs> or try it for um you know three months and then i'll see how i get on it's like your listeners just won't respond well to that it's like you either do it you know, and we expect regular content from you or not. So, yeah, yeah, I get yeah that. we've and tried that. And, and the live streaming, is the, you know, the interesting part there, because I think that's maybe the more accessible part. You can be a little mm. bit more flexible and say, you know, we've done it before where we're like, oh, we'll try and live streaming. We might not do it all the time, but if you want to come and join us, but we're not charging for it. We're not saying it's video content. We're saying we are live streaming the recording of our podcast, which I've done. Evo does it, you know, you and I have done it. I know a lot of people that do that, but again, that's another layer of video, like arguably the easiest version and way of getting into video. Um, mm -hmm. But again, back to right at the beginning, you'll get your, it'll grow your audience in certain ways, but not rapidly. And it's not going to build you a YouTube following because you aren't making YouTube videos. You're making live streams that happen to be on YouTube. So it's just, it's, it's about knowing the variations, I think, of video. Because you do see it a lot in the groups. Should I be doing video? That's like, should I be drinking fluids? Yes, but watch out for the terps. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> there's variations on it, man. Yeah, no, I read you, yeah. Uh, and I think that's, um, uh, just before we finish up, I've got one more question for you, but before uh, I get to that, that's the, um, I think that's a nice-ish kind of crossover point for me. There's a couple of podcasts that I listen to, audio only, most of the time, but I, they also have a YouTube channel where they live stream the same audio. And that doesn't bother me because that's just a convenience thing for me. Like if I'm downstairs watching YouTube anyway and I see a video drop, it's like, cool, I'll just listen to that here while I'm, you know, I don't have to listen to it later. So I think maybe live streaming is a, a, good, a good sort of medium middle ground, I suppose. But uh, last question, buddy. Um, do you think the... Like I said, this theme was kicked off from the Spotify anchor thing, offering video. Do you think this is we're going to see a big push now, a, a big conversation within video, especially we got some events this year. Are we going to hear speakers talking about video mm. or are we just, is this going to tail off until next year when the next SaaS tech firm do some cool video stuff and it picks back up? Well, I think the difference is, is that YouTubers got intent and, you know, they believe they're going to take audio from... I don't know what they're going to do. Take it from their RSS feed, obviously, but how they're going to integrate the video element into that, I don't know whether they'll just do audio only. I simply do not know. Um, but even if they do get involved and they say, well, we'll pull a video file from a different enclosure in your RSS feed, all the same problems still exist. You know, you've still got to create specific video content because if, you know, if you don't, it's not going to grow your channel. Um I think we'll perpetually see more people doing it. I think it will just continue to be a trend that we see people wanting to do video because it's a multimedia world that we live in right now. And I, I do believe that that will continue. And um, I think if we flip that thought process around a little bit, 
if you're an independent podcaster and you wanted to grow your podcast audience and you know i wouldn't want you to feel bad about not doing video you know just do what you can do and i'd, I'd rather you focused on growing something than just producing everything because that that is where you'll get your growth and where you'll unlock opportunities you know you'll unlock a bit of revenue you'll unlock uh a bigger audience which may lead to the revenue which means you can maybe outsource some stuff or you can learn about how to do a bit of filmmaking or a bit of video making because back to that you know focus you know just do get get really good and grow something and then start to diversify a little bit the the people that do and i can say this from experience the people that do too much tend to not do that much they're just really busy um and they don't achieve too much you know look at someone like a jordan harbinger you know he got in there early with podcasting and uh your video came later because it was he he, he his podcast was growing and he he'd i wouldn't say he'd done all he could but he knew the 20 percent that would make the 80 percent work and he knew that to do that 20 percent probably wasn't a 40 hour a week job so what can i do with these other 20 hours you know because i'm getting i've maxed out on my audience growth via a podcast and that is working in perpetuity because i've tested it and this i just do more of this and keep doing it and that will naturally happen so now i'm free to do some other stuff so yeah don't don't kill yourself independence you know use it wisely the time that you've got for your show i think yeah it's a great advice some great advice there dude and um yeah and listener who have if you've not heard us talk about content strategy and video and stuff before i can say 100 percent that um mark is really consistent with this stuff i've heard him talk about this and mention it from like a year two years whatever ago uh, so it's really consistent advice and i don't think um this thing with anchor and spotify is enough to push people to be like oh we all need a video podcast or anything like that so yeah so i appreciate your advice dude and your crystal ball it's a lot clearer than the rest of us, I think, because of your experience and everything. So it's been very cool. So, uh, yeah, thank you once again for jumping on to Captivate Insider. That was episode 18. Until the next time, dude, it's been good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, mate. Yes, good content and uh, appreciate it likewise. Interesting stuff for sure. Thank you very much to Mark, our MD, for taking the time out of his busy day to chat to me about a kind of an ongoing influx conversation i'm still of the opinion that uh as an industry we've not settled either way on video podcasting and i don't mean whether we should or shouldn't do it i think it's a very different use case per per show per content per person etc but it does feel like it kind of goes up and down as we go through each year like it's very popular and the industry is talking about it for a few months at a time then it dies down and disappears and then before you know it there's a bit of tech out there that does something cool with video and then it sort of becomes you know there's a resurgence in the need to do video stuff then it ebbs away again so yeah it's uh it's an interesting one if any of you guys out there have dabbled with video podcasting specifically or you've got any thoughts on that then please let me know uh, you can find me at gary a lot on twitter be good to get your your thoughts on that and yeah thanks once again to mark for his huge experience and uh, and his thoughts on that stuff so thank you very much again for that Join me next week for episode 19, where I'll be grabbing another member from our team 
and chatting through something of note, whether it's one of our features, again, or some industry news or something that's happening within the podcast industry. And we'll chat through that and hopefully give you some tips and tricks as well along the way, especially if you're using Captivate to power your podcast. And if you're not using Captivate yet, as always, you can do that with our free trial, which is completely free for seven days. So just pop over to Captivate.fm. We don't lock anything behind any sort of paywall. Everything's there for you to just jump in and play with and get your podcast up and running. And if you've got a podcast elsewhere and you've been thinking about moving your podcast to a different host, it is really easy just to grab your podcast, throw it into Captivate and start playing with the features and get your podcast up and running and get it to where you want it to be. As part of Captivate, you also get access to our weekly newsletter, which is also called Captivate Insider. And each week we give you a very cool growth tip, something actionable that you can start doing with your podcast now to improve your growth and monetization, etc. The week just gone, we did a little piece on Google Podcasts. So a lot of people focus on quote unquote the big two when they start their podcast in terms of distribution, namely Spotify and Apple. You shouldn't ignore Google Podcasts. It's a very cool outlet for not only making sure that Google is indexing all of your podcast content correctly, but also using Google Podcast Manager for insights on your podcast, including organic keyword rankings, etc. And you can find more on that stuff on the YouTube channel that we also put out for that, and I'll put a link in the show notes for you. So until next week, have a good one. Happy Star Wars Day again. And until then, happy podcasting.